What is factory farming? What laws protect this harmful industry? What impact does factory farming have on the environment and human health? What can we do to help? Welcome back to Stethoscope Podcast. I'm Stephanie Ayler, and today's episode will be discussing the consequences of factory farming. Part 1. What is factory farming? Picture this. It's an average day of eating. You have bacon and eggs for breakfast, a chicken sandwich for lunch, and spaghetti and meatballs for dinner. But where did your food come from? What steps were taken in order for that food to appear on your plate? You have absolutely no idea. For you, that food simply appears at the grocery store or at a restaurant. In your day-to-day life, you don't really think about where it came from. But you're not alone. Most Americans view food in this way. And one day you find yourself questioning, where did those eggs, meatballs, that bacon and chicken likely come from? The answer, a factory farm. Most Americans don't realize just how much of our food comes from this unsustainable industry. We would like to think the cows, pigs, and chickens that we eat are raised in open green fields, constantly soaking up the sunlight. But unfortunately, this is not the case. Factory farming is a system of raising animals for food intended to maximize production while minimizing costs. Picture large numbers of animals confined into small and dim spaces to cheaply produce animal products to satisfy the amount of meat, eggs, and dairy that the average American consumes. The Sentience Institute estimates that 99% of U.S. farmed animals are living in factory farms at present. These farms are located in states such as North Carolina, Iowa, Illinois, Nebraska, and Kansas. Because of factory farming, many animal products are fairly cheap. But as Americans, we must ask ourselves, what are we paying for instead? How is our health affected in order for us to pay low prices for our food? What about the loss of small family farms and the damage done to our environment? Sure, we pay cheap prices for our meat, dairy, and eggs, but at what cost? What are we really paying for? Part 2. What laws protect this harmful industry? Next, ask yourself why. Why is our food allowed to be made in these conditions? Despite their unsustainability, the amount of factory farms in the U.S. is increasing. According to the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, also known as the EPA, as of 2018, there are about 20,300 factory farms in the U.S. This is five times the amount from 40 years ago. The government labels factory farms as concentrated or confined animal feeding operations, often shortened to CAFOs. CAFOs have thousands of animals in unhealthy conditions that lead to excessive antibiotic use and drug-resistant bacteria. A large factory farm or CAFO will house at least 1,000 cattle, 2,500 hogs, or 125,000 chickens. Despite these conditions, the government enables these practices. One way is through right-to-farm laws. According to the ASPCA, which is the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, corporate agricultural businesses have pushed these laws to limit states from regulating conditions such as the confinement of farm animals and threats to the environment and public health. By prohibiting local governments from enacting additional regulations on factory farms, these laws protect the interests of industrial agriculture rather than small farmers and consumers. These laws include restricting communities from suing agricultural operations that impact water quality, air quality, or quality of life for residents. 
This industry is federally protected because it is efficient and profitable. Americans like being able to buy meat, dairy, and eggs for cheap prices, and operations like profiting off of how much Americans buy. But we should consider the long-term effects of our actions. These practices are unsustainable for our earth and our health. Part 3. What impact does factory farming have on the environment? The environment is heavily impacted by factory farms. A vast amount of manure is created from the thousands of animals confined in small spaces. According to an article by PBS, animal waste produced by factory farms is stored, then spread on crop plants as fertilizer. While animal waste can be a good crop fertilizer, many environmental groups claim fields often can't handle the immense amount of manure produced. This leads to excess manure running into rivers and streams. The EPA states that agriculture is the biggest contaminator of rivers and streams, yet this pollution is excluded from regulation under the Clean Water Act of 1972. Additionally, animal enclosures pollute the air with greenhouse gases such as methane and ammonia, contributing to climate change. In 2010, the EPA conducted a study to investigate the pollution produced by factory farms. It found that the air around CAFOs may be unsafe, with levels of particular matter, ammonia, or hydrogen sulfide at many sites being well above the federal health-based standards. Factory farming also contributes to deforestation. The organization One Green Planet claims that in the U.S., over 260 million acres of forest land have been cleared in order to make room for crop fields, most used to grow feed for livestock. Rivers and streams are being polluted by animal waste, harming wildlife. The earth is warming partly due to greenhouse gas emissions from agricultural industries such as factory farms. Trees are being cut down from millions of acres of land to make room to feed the amount of livestock in these facilities. This is simply unsustainable. Part 4. Why is factory farming a public health crisis? Factory farming has many negative effects on human health, one being its contribution to climate change. Climate change is a threat to human life. In fact, the World Health Organization estimates that it's expected to cause approximately 250,000 additional deaths per year between 2030 and 2050. This is due to heat exposure in elderly people, diarrhea, malaria, and childhood undernutrition. And according to Global Health Now, a publication by the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health, at the rate we're going at now, greenhouse gas emissions related to food, especially animal farming, may take up most of the world's carbon budget over the next few decades. The world's carbon budget is the amount of gases the world can emit without the average global temperature rising by more than 2 degrees Celsius by 2050. So we cannot continue at the rate we are at now. Human life is at stake. In addition to the public health threat of climate change, factory farming also contributes to antibiotic resistance. Antibiotics are a crucial part of treatment in modern-day medicine. In the early 1900s, the average U.S. lifespan was about 48. Today, the average U.S. lifespan has increased to about 79 years. This is partially due to the development and widespread use of life-saving antibiotic treatments. Doctors can now treat many conditions that were once likely fatal, such as pneumonia, tuberculosis, septicemia, and infections associated with childbirth. But recently, antibiotic resistance has become much more common. This is dangerous as it threatens doctors' abilities to treat certain infections. The rise of antibiotic resistance is partially due to factory farming. The unclean and overcrowded conditions require factory farms to routinely feed animals doses of antibiotics to prevent disease. 
According to the CDC, animals are given antibiotics to kill off both good and bad bacteria to prevent infection. This, however, leaves plenty of room for drug-resistant bacteria to grow and give drug resistance to other bacteria. When humans eat foods such as undercooked chicken contaminated with salmonella, resistant bacteria may be transmitted. Global Health Now also claims that antibiotic resistance kills 700,000 people each year, including that this could increase to 9.5 million by 2050. They state that they believe that agricultural policy is the primary solution to this threat. Once again, lives are at stake. We cannot allow the consequences of factory farming to continue. Part 5. What can we do to help? There are many things we can do to stop the harmful practices of factory farming. To start off, one solution is to include less meat in your diet. The standard American diet includes far more meat than is necessary for health. One of the reasons that factory farms exist is because Americans consume so much meat that the overcrowded and small conditions are required to keep up with the amount of meat demanded. If you do choose to buy meat, it's important to be conscious of where it comes from. Choose small family farms that are less harmful to the environment and our health. Also, simply being informed about factory farming and encouraging leaders to do something about it can help create change. As Americans, if we choose to care and talk about an issue, our politicians must listen. As a country, we must change the structure of our food system. We cannot sit back and watch the long-term consequences of factory farms unfold before our eyes. If we don't change soon, we will face much worse consequences later. Sure, affordable meat is great, but once again I ask, what are we really paying for? What are we contributing to? That's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to Stethoscope. Once again, I'm Stephanie Ayler. Be smart, be safe, be informed, and I'll see you next time.